Welcome back to HodgePodge. I'm your host, Allison Klackwitz. Today's guest is Claire Kane, a romance novelist of a dozen published books who pulls from her personal experience as a military spouse and a college English professor to create page-turning romantic tales that will leave the reader happy. Claire is highly motivated. She's a wealth of knowledge and laser-focused. She shares about her personal journey and philosophy on book publishing. You'll be so inspired by this talented woman. Stay tuned for my interview with Claire here on HodgePodge. It's a HodgePodge, Claire. Thanks for having me. I'm so thrilled to talk to you. Um, like myself, you are a military spouse. Um, you're now here out of the Fort Bragg area, uh, just like our family. And you're a mom and writer, author. And so I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, your your background and um, and just kind of give us a, a little a little clue into who Claire Kane is. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Utah, which is always kind of a fun fact for people because you don't meet a lot of people from Utah. Right. And, <laughs> uh, and um, I've known my husband for a long time. So we were good friends uh, for years. And then we got married and I jumped into the army life. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> we've been married for like since basically I got out of college. So it's been sort of my entire adulthood. And I, when we were stationed at Fort Campbell, I got my master's degree uh, in literary criticism and creative writing. And then I taught for Austin P state university for almost a decade. Um, And they were generous enough to let me teach for them, even as we moved all over the country. Yeah. So it was really great. And I, (laughs) I was in the first wave of online teaching, which I haven't had to do these days. But um, while we were Oconus in Germany, I sort of made the switch to writing full time. And I have three kids. And yep, we're nestled here in North Carolina now. Yeah. So you have two elementary school age children and you have a little baby. And then you are pumping out these... (laughs) amazing romance novels how in the world do you do that (laughs) how do you balance it (laughs) um well I mean I do write fast generally but it's also my job you know so I take it it's not a hobby for me so Mm -hmm. it's something that I prioritize and I have work hours and I don't miss them uh even with the kids and um that's sort of a matter of self-discipline, but it's also something that I have found really gives me my own space in mm-hmm. life. I don't actually have my own space. I don't have an office. <laughs> I write from the couch, but, right. uh, but it's really important for me to have something of my own. And I think that's really important for all military spouses because we can kind of get rolled up in the madness. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, it's a sanity saver for one. Uh, right. But I just love doing it too so it's it's not that it's easy but it brings me a lot of joy and it uh motivates me so I guess that's kind of a long-winded answer but <laughs> right no that. I love that I love that and you know 
to be that self-disciplined, you know, not all of us <laughs> always have that ability. And so I'm really kind of in awe of that. Um, and that you're able to, you know, still here, even here in a pandemic and, um, virtual learning and, um, and raising an infant, you know, that there's a lot to be said for that. So congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. I, uh, we learned a lot this last year and I personally learned a lot. I definitely got a little burnt out um, mm -hmm. towards the end of 2020, as I'm sure many people did. Yes. But I just, I realized I didn't have great boundaries. And so mm -hmm. I was working and my husband was gone on and off. And so I, I worked a lot of nights and a lot of weekends. And I went for, I think, two and a half months without ever taking a single day off of writing. Wow. And then realized that was really not great. <laughs> <laughs> so my focus this year has been do the writing and enjoy it and have the drive, but have the boundaries to take actual rest days. And that has been weirdly challenging, but also mm -hmm. very freeing. Yeah. And I think it's made the writing time even more enjoyable, of course. <laughs> do you, did you feel get, because I know with me, I took a, a break as well. I really needed that mental health time to, mm -hmm. to prioritize, to find my balance and to, um, I have a lot of different projects going on and felt extremely overwhelmed. So mm -hmm. did you f feel guilt for, for wanting to, <laughs> to find that time, because I, I really struggled with that. I felt I have a, I mean, um, you know, I feel like I need to be doing, 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 and then, um, and so it was really hard. Yes. I am an Enneagram three. I don't know if you do the Enneagram, but I don't, but I <laughs> that's have, okay. I have... You sound like you might be an Enneagram three okay. because I, so at the core of it, it means I get a little out of whack about what matters. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I view as most important and giving me value is producing, mm -hmm. getting things done, showing, yeah. show it like, look, see all the work I've done. And mm -hmm. I don't know who I'm showing that to. For me, it's pretty intrinsic. <laughs> it's sort of like, I know I am valuable if I am doing work. And so it's sort of for myself, my, it's not imposed by anyone else, but I definitely struggle to, uh, take the time off. And then I also have pretty aggressive goals for my business. And so it's also balancing that. And I think in the fall, it, you know, it was kind of a good experience in the end, because I realized I actually do better. If I do take a, a hard rest day, it, like a full mm -hmm. stop, no work. Like I don't even do social media on Sundays anymore. I just I have a I have an Instagram rest day, like nothing happens on right. Sundays for me. And I just it's a matter of discipline, truly. I don't always enjoy it, but I know that it is necessary. Important. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with Welcome. you. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there. So, yes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your books. Um, sure. So what inspired you to be, you know, to focus on romance, first of right. all? Well, I should caveat by saying I write sweet romance, so might make you blush, but you don't have to hide it from like your grandma or anything. Right. So, okay. Um, just to give you like a, like we're talking PG-13, right. just okay. so okay. so people know. Um, and 
no erotica <laughs> no definitely not erotica okay. and and not and not even full steam regular contemporary romance um yes so but it's not like christian or inspirational it's sort of right in the middle there um right. so i in 2016 i had read i don't know from a literary criticism background i do a lot of you know um literary fiction and I like have always had a really strict reading schedule for myself and and just weird things like that Mm -hmm. but I got to the place where I read like six or eight books in a row that just left me miserable I Mm. mean tears and sadness and like the world (laughs) is a terrible place kind of thing yeah and so you know long story short some so I finally read something that left me happy it was a romance or maybe chiclet something with a you know, sunny side up ending. And I just loved it. I was like, Hey, I like reading and feeling good when the book is over. So I just started gobbling up romances. And ultimately, I started looking for romances starring soldiers, because hey, I married a soldier kind of like the guy. Uh, Mm -hmm. I find a lot of things about soldiers very, you know, heroic and altruistic and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I started looking and I found that most stories with soldiers, particularly at the time, it's been a few years. And so there is more variety in the last couple of years, which is great, um, were really romantic suspense. And Mm -hmm. they were usually, you know, Navy SEALs Mm -hmm. or Delta Force that, (laughs) you know, or they were retired Navy SEALs or special operations that then started their own, you know, security business. And it all ended with, you know, plots to destroy the president that these guys had to save and <laughs> hostages and all the stuff. And I was right. sort of like, where's like the average Joe in here? Yeah. <laughs> where's my story and my soldier, you know, not that he's average, but you know what I'm saying? Where's the non suspense element? Those books were really fun. Mm-hmm. But um, I started thinking about it because one thing I love about the military life is hearing other people's love stories. You know, how did you hook up with your service member and how did you hook into the military life and what's that been like for you and so I kind of wanted to see that reflected and I didn't and so I thought hmm I wonder if I could write that story and so the first book that I wrote is definitely very much focused on and really the first series that I wrote each book deals with a different sort of (laughs) bag of military worms so to speak and (laughs) what it's like as a person who loves a service member or falls in love with a service member to join into that culture or that world Um, because there is sacrifice involved and there is uh, a lot gained. And so I, that was sort of what I was interested in writing about. And I think it went okay. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, that's, I love that because you know, also as military spouses, we have to endure a lot sometimes. And mm-hmm. it it's nice to hear just a gentle story and to remind us of really essentially why we're here, right? Mm-hmm. We fell yeah. in love with a man that, you know, won our hearts and and there is that sweet side. And also there's a reason why people, why we love the Hallmark channel, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And these stories 
um, make us feel warm and fuzzy inside. And, and so I love that. I think that um, that's great that they don't have to, that sometimes we, the simple, the more simple a story, you know, it just brings, um, it brings the highlight of, of really what should, should be focused on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and what we can, and, and creates a good escape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I dare say all of my books will leave people happy. Yeah. Um, and that, that was, that was important to me going in, particularly because I do think a lot of the suspense or other books that center around the military are not particularly happy all the time because it is a challenging life. And so that was definitely part of it sort of is part of my mission statement, I guess. Um, right. No, I love that. Bringing joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bringing yeah. happiness. Yeah. And how many books have you published so far? Let's see, the 11th just came out in February this month, and wow. the 12th will be out in May. So That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yes, yes. Do you offer any type of um, advice or workshops for aspiring writers or authors with your, with your education background and now being such a um, wealth of knowledge after publishing so many books um do you do any outreach or do you have just general advice for aspiring writers and authors I don't have anything in terms of you know business offerings for Mm -hmm. uh mentorship because I I still feel pretty new Uh, I've only been publishing since the end of 2018 and I mean I realize like that's actually a couple of years and wow I I should know more than I do but um I I I feel like I still have a lot to learn. And so I haven't branched out with that said, I definitely, um, whenever I encounter often readers who reach out to me and say, Hey, I loved your book. I'm hoping to write one too. Often we get into conversations about what that would look like. And I encourage them to, you know, start writing. That's my biggest tip to anyone who wants Mm -hmm. to write a book is start writing, make sure you're reading the kind of book that you want to write and then start writing because you cannot do anything with something that's not written. So um, I did used to do some writing coaching, mostly for like bloggers and, you know, people doing PhD dissertations and things like that. So (laughs) I've sort of been in the coaching uh, boots and I, and I do very much enjoy that. I think ultimately I would love to continue to encourage particularly military spouses, but really anyone who wants to write a book, and indie publish to go for it. And I am certainly available via whatever avenue to discuss that and share my tips, you know, with the caveat that they're just my experience. And there are so many ways to go about this. Right. Well, I might be reaching out to you just for my own, because, you know, I have, I published my children's book a couple of years ago. I'm working on my second in the series now that will be coming out um, later this year, but I'm also have some other projects and things, but I have a manuscript that um, a historical fiction manuscript that is a depression World War II era that truly I've been looking at um, and querying for some time for traditional publishing, but starting Mm -hmm. to weigh those options now and looking at self-publishing. And so there are so many people like me out there that have been (laughs) kind of on the, you know, on the side, but we, we've been working toward that, but 
or, you know, I'm, it's, uh, you definitely have something to share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, I, and I'm, you know. I'm up for it. I, you know, it's definitely genre to genre. It varies so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a romance writer, it makes no sense for me to try to go traditional because indies rule the romance world as it were. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, it, you know, if I don't know the answer, I, at this point have a decent network of people who are writing in other genres. And in fact, mm-hmm. I know a military spouse, Jamie McGillan, who writes historical fiction. So, mm. uh, and she's an indie publisher. Her uh, second book comes out or came out um, in January. And so I would definitely like hook you in with her because sure. marketing historical fiction versus romance, very it's different readership, very different. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, that's the cool thing. I think when you get into indie publishing and I may be publishing too, but my, my lens is indie publishing. Uh, it's a small community and it's a lovely place. It's almost, mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons I love it is because it in a weird way feels similar to the military spouse community where there's just mm-hmm. lots of support. It's not a scarcity mindset because people read lots of books, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not like selling a refrigerator where it's your fridge or my fridge. It's, well, if you like that book, hey, come read my book too. And it's a very, you know, waters warm kind of place. Right. So. Yeah. No. And I actually, I have two, um, two friends out of North Carolina that are romance novelists and they are indie romance novelists. And um, one, yeah. And one in particular, Tamara Cooper, she is um, a military girlfriend or fiance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she has that connection too. So, um, but I love that. And I love how authors and writers network together um, it's such a um, supportive community, um, and especially with the Indian self-published community, because we, we only have each other to depend on, right? right. <laughs> so, um, so that's really awesome. Um, well, I am thrilled. And what is the newest book that you've just come out with? The most recent is the second book in my Oconus bonus series. Okay. <laughs> uh, so those are, those are pure candy. Basically, they are set um, at a made-up base in Germany, uh, modeled closely oh. after Hohenfels, if, okay. you, if any, anyone happens to have been there. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, each book centers around a different couple based there, but they also travel somewhere. So right. in the first book, they travel to Paris so that you get a little like escapism oh, yeah. on top yeah. of the romance. So that's fun. So the second book, um, it just came out, but all my books are okay to read independently. So they're all technically standalone mm-hmm. called Finding Happiness in a Hoax. It's a, it's <laughs> my first and only uh, arranged or not arranged marriage, a marriage of convenience trope which has actually been extremely popular with readers so (laughs) it's very fun they're loving it Um, but they find so the marriage is a hoax but maybe they find love in the hoax right it's very popular (laughs) trope and actually it's funny because it like the inspiration for I've always wanted to write one because I enjoy those but I thought part of my thing is that I write realistic military romance so if you're a military spouse you're going to read this and yes I'm writing fiction but the details are coming from someone who, I mean, I'm a military spouse. My beta readers are military spouses. My photographer is military spouse. The couples on my covers are military spouses or military couples. Like it's all over. And so- I was wondering, the cover (laughs) art is very specific. Are they real couples? They are, they're real 
army couples. That is really um, cool. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and so all of that said, <laughs> I was like, I want to write this, but I, it needs to be realistic because that's my shtick. So yeah. at Fort Bragg, um, right after we got here, or maybe right before we came, there was a big military or a big um, like arranged marriage scam that was mm. uncovered <laughs> and like it's a different oh, I remember I yes yes, yes. yes. so yeah. it's a different um it's it not made the exact all the same circumstances yeah. it did it did I was like <laughs> it's real I can do it um, and I knew I knew there's like lots of insurance fraud and BAH fraud and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I sort of it, and for people non-military who don't understand that right BAH is like a living income that we receive um as a as families and spouses and and so we you know as government military families we we get <laughs> there are some incentives um for us living the, this crazy lifestyle right <laughs> right right anyway so i um it is hopefully pretty believable yeah <laughs> the, oh I, i'm excited i can't scope. wait yeah. to read it <laughs> It's a fun one. That's fun awesome. One. That's awesome. So have you done, um, with us being in a pandemic, do you do any type of virtual events or anything, uh, virtual readings or anything? Do you have anything coming up on um, where folks can reach out to you? Or I don't listen? have any, uh, I don't have any specific events. I'm, I'm doing, you know, podcasts whenever they pop up, mm-hmm. but uh, I do, show up to a lot of book clubs <laughs> book oh. clubs read a book and they want me to come you know chat with them and ask me questions or whatever yeah. that is so fun and Ooh, yeah. so if anyone needs a, a good light read coming up or scheduling <laughs> for the summer or whatever and you want to have me come zoom into your mm-hmm. to your meeting I would love to do that but yeah I have not done a lot of organized things partially because uh the kid, the kid situation makes (laughs) finding quiet and alone time tricky, but, um, yeah, I should probably get more creative about that. (laughs) But I would, I would think that your books would be extremely popular with book clubs, make for really fun, um, uh, discussions, especially around maybe February, Valentine's Day. That's always good for book clubs to pick a good romance yeah, they novel. Do like romances in February. <laughs> it's true. But hey, they're all year round all reads, year guys. Round. I like it. <laughs> romance is that. for every day. <laughs> I love that. So if somebody has a book club out there or they're just an individual listening in to our conversation, they'd like to order your books, where can they find you, Claire? Uh, com is my website and that can kind of shoot you out to anywhere else. You can email me through there. Um, I'm also on Amazon and any other major retailer you can Google or search Claire Kane and my stuff should pop up. And then I'm most active social media wise on Instagram, which is also at Claire Kane writer. And I will make sure to include all of Claire's uh, social media links in the accompanying blog blog post for today's podcast. And Claire, I want to thank you for finally being able to to connect. I tried to connect with with Claire um, a few months ago, and then life happens, and <laughs> we were taking the. I needed that break. Um, and yeah, so no, she, I'm glad you took it. <laughs> and so she's so kind to um, come on today, and. Um, again, uh, uh, 
Paula Claire on Instagram um, and her website and her Amazon link will be included in the blog. But thanks for taking the time out to talk to me today, Claire. And Thank I you hope so that much for having me. I hope that we're able to connect further down the down the line. I hope so too. All right. Take care. And thank you so much for being on HodgePodge today. Thank you.